Hey, hey, hey everyone, it's me, John. And me, Louise. And we are the powerful duo that brings to you the amazing podcast, Louise It's a Beaver, but that's not what this one is. This one is <laughs> I have a great idea, but I'll never do it. Are you not listening to Louise It's a Beaver? Because you should be. Absolutely. <laughs> do you uh, wish you lived in Mayfield, USA? Oh man, We've got so much to talk about in regards to Mayfield when we actually record Louisa to Beaver. <laughs> there's there's some there are some things that have that have come up. Oh some Mayfield some actual Mayfield news. Anyway, that's not this show. This is the show where we talk about the great ideas that we have that we are never gonna do. Not ever. And you know, I recently was having a conversation with someone about this podcast and they were like I don't know if you guys should be broadcasting these ideas to everyone. Someone We're might do one. We're never going to do them. Do that's them. That's what I said. I said that's the please. whole point. I want these things. Take my idea, please. Like that old joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so really somebody actually was concerned. Like seriously, do you think that we're going to do... I'm just going to go to one of mine at random on my little list here. Do you think I'm ever going to do something called prank hammocks? <laughs> I don't even remember what that was. Oh my do you god, think please, that I'm going to do hammock. <laughs> do you think that I'm going to do non-alcoholic whiskey? No. But someone should. Someone. Those are just those are just two that I went to at random. I'll tell you what, non-alcoholic whiskey would be all the rage among the pregnant ladies. That is very true, and probably a lot of people. But that's not what we're talking about this time. So we've Prank already hammocks. talked about that. High school senior classes would love those. <laughs> well, yeah, with all those hammocks that they're always laying on. <laughs> I so I walked past a house in my neighborhood recently, and so it's it's a you know very residential area. There's uh, you know I live in. Portland it's a city but you still have those like neighborhoods where there's like little front lawns and then there's like a sidewalk and then there's like a little patch of grass uh the parking strip that goes between the sidewalk and the street and in that area somebody had a hammock set up and I was like are you really doing a lot of like let like hammock lounging right next to like the street like that and the sidewalk Mm. where people are just like walking by all the time Hmm. It just seemed kind of weird to me, right? It it could be like suburban campout. Here's an idea: suburban campout. You like put a grill <laughs> in the street behind your trunk. You open the car door and let it like not not turn on, but when you turn the key in the other right. direction, and it like lets the air conditioning or the music work, but not the engine yeah. on. Play a little bit of music. Hang out in your prank hammock by the side of the road. Nothing sure. better. <laughs> I could think of a lot of things better, but like, you know, maybe to some, that's pretty sweet. Uh, all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Go somewhere let's get... without going somewhere. <laughs> but you can go somewhere because you're at a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So uh, just a little bit of business before we take a deeper dive into Ideasville. Um, call us with your great idea, 304-804-IDEA. We'll play it on the show and we'll talk about it. Uh, by the way, the great idea that, you, that you're never going to do. If you're going to do it, keep it to yourself until you are ready to uh, make it happen. Um, what else is there? Email us, greatideapod at gmail.com with all of your great ideas. We'll talk about them on the show. Uh, we got social Follow media stuff. Yeah, yeah, at Great Idea Pod. We very seldom post anything, but when we do, buckle Once up. Once every buckos. 10, 11, 12 months. Something like that, if you're lucky. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, just like check in with us. Say, like, how are you guys doing? No one ever asks how we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm fine, by the way, the f- you guys. Friend, I'm doing Thanks great. for not asking. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, uh, go and rate and review us on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play Podcasts, all of those things. It really is. And it's not just for our egos. Like, we don't even have enough star ratings on iTunes to register an average star rating. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's a thing. I think you only need, like, three. <laughs> Maybe more than that. I don't know. Um, but let's get into it. Louise. Yeah. You are fresh off of jury duty. Have you come oh. up with any ideas? during that time it's funny that you should say that here i think all my ideas are against the law um but here's just a few of them um i don't think that we should make average joe schmo average plain jane jury members and i hate to be this way about it but i don't think that the average person is smart enough to understand what their job is. Um, multiple times during deliberation, I was on jury duty for two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was assigned Damn. to a criminal case. I had to be there every day at like 9.30 and got out every day at like five. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were deliberating, we did not get to leave for lunch. They bought us lunch, so in the morning mm-hmm. we like got to say what we wanted, but we were trapped in this room inside of a courtroom that had its own bathrooms so that like you couldn't actually ever leave. And mm. when someone would go to the bathroom, you had to just be quiet because you're not allowed to discuss things unless everyone is there. Anyway, point is, huh. they basically did closing arguments. And maybe I'm just like living in this world where I'm like, everyone did mock trials in middle school and high school, and perhaps they didn't. But like in my brain, everyone does that. Um, maybe they don't. That's fine. It was a long time ago when I was in middle school and high school. But they, the attorneys gave closings, uh, closing statements. Were you going to say closing ceremonies? Like the Olympics? I almost said closing ceremonies. Um, <laughs> well, I'm thinking about World Cup right now. And uh, okay. uh, I just watched the opening ceremony yesterday. So uh, people in deliberation would, you get to write a note to the judge to ask, you know, questions like we would like to see, you know, evidence 21B again. And then mm-hmm. the judge decides if you get to like, I mean, obviously if, if it's in 
if it's been published, you get to see it. Anyway, you guys, this is so boring. Oh my God. But people would say, I want to ask for the timestamp on that text message. And I'm like, right, but that wasn't part of what was entered into evidence. And they're like, but Mm. I just want to ask the judge for it. And I'm like, right, so you're going to waste about 45 minutes of our time because they're not going to give you anything else. Your job is to decide now that everything's been laid before you. That's it. Yeah, and you're not a lawyer. You're not the prosecutor. You don't get to ask these questions. You get to decide now. That's what you get to do. And then people would say things um, like, I don't care about whether or not he was holding you know a bag of whatever you know you never can really know anything and then I just kind of like had a meltdown moment and I was like you mean we can't know anything like we might be in the matrix right now like we are we even here (laughs) like what are you saying so what I propose this is the longest way to explain this is that there's some sort of class maybe that is so when I went to college I went to a conservatory for music and I had to take all university curriculum um they were called AUCs and I had to take I think five of them in one year so I think one semester I think Mm -hmm. I had to do two and then the other semester I had to do three or something like that there should be classes a la I don't know, not the draft, but like in some way, like let's call them law students. Let's call them like professional, like it should be a job. Like your job is a professional jury member. You go to classes, you learn about the law, you, you know, get paid your wage, you get a 401k benefits. Like it, there should be a job that is professional juror because the amount of time it takes to select a jury first Mm -hmm. of all just feels like a waste and then I don't I just don't feel like people the, the judge will also give you instructions like your job is not to this your job is to this and also Mm -hmm. don't talk about this and in the middle of deliberation one person was like well my my second cousin is a DA in Texas and I was talking to her about this case and she was like blah 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 and I was like okay well first of all you need to be dismissed because one of the rules we were given was don't talk about this yeah with anyone and she was like it doesn't matter she's in Texas I'm like well now it does matter so (laughs) able to follow (laughs) instructions Uh able to understand what you're supposed to do also, that DA in Texas should have been like, la, 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 I'm not hearing any of this. You're not supposed to be talking about any of this. Hello. Um, yeah. So my, I guess my my great idea would just be like, why isn't, and I, and I know why it's not. It's because it's supposed to be a jury of your peers. Like, that's part mm-hmm. of the law. But, like, I am not a peer of a police officer. I am not a peer of a drug dealer. I, you know, like, what... I should not be assigned this case maybe or I don't know I can talk about it now because it's over but like right. the 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 inherent thing about the law that makes me unable to make my idea actually really happen is the thing that I think is wrong with it so well or or people were sorry yeah no no, no. Uh, so my my first thought is um, I don't have much 
jury duty experience. Uh, when I was living in Los Angeles, I was called to jury duty. I did not get chosen, but there was that like full day of like orientation and where they're like going to try to suss out who they're going to pick and who's going to be dismissed and all that kind of stuff. And you're just sitting there and it seems like there needs to be a much better orientation system. Oh, uh, Judge Lance Ito came out and talked to us. No way. That was a thing. Yeah, that's what jury duty is like in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Judge Ito comes out. uh, For those of you who uh, are maybe uh, our younger listeners, Judge Ito is the famous judge from the O.J. Simpson trial. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that uh that is a time when you are mostly just sitting around and yes there is technically an orientation going on but there needs to be something more dynamic to like engage people and really drill in the like hold the rules about this another thing is that maybe there should be a uh like a little comments box when you're actually in the like jury room for uh existential questions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what does this all mean are we all even here <laughs> like right? get it out of your system and put it in this box don't waste anybody's time with it yeah <laughs> it's just like also one like one of the instructions we were given was like you have to be able to leave your opinion of the law out of your deliberation of whether the law was broken like for instance if you don't think heroin should be illegal, it still doesn't change the fact that right now it is and this law was broken. Like, you don't get to argue that as a jury member. So don't spend hours screaming. (laughs) Right. Also, it's like, that's a little cuckoo bananas because how are you supposed to, when you're in a trial for two and a half weeks, Ignore your, like, you know, very firm feelings on a very relevant subject. Uh, it's, I don't know. And and the same thing goes when, like, you're in, and my knowledge of this is based mostly on courtroom movies and television shows. But sure. when a, uh, a lawyer, like, brings something up or, like, asks a question and then it is objected there's an objection that's sustained or whatever, you're not supposed to be thinking about that, even if it's, like, really paints a different picture just because it's, like, a technicality that they're not allowed to do. But it's, like, totally... How do you unhear that? How do you unhear that? I don't know. Um, So that's my issue. And I'm sure that, like, people who work in the legal and justice systems, like, you know can explain it to me for hours and hours and hours but like well could it be just like a law school um like a course like your course this semester is jury duty for like a paralegal for an attorney like like just somehow get Mm -hmm. it i mean i know it's supposed to be the public but like mm -mm. well or maybe people used to read and now people don't read Maybe it's part of the test to get a driver's license because people, you know, people who maybe don't even finish high school, you know, they're also in these courtrooms. People who don't have any 
schooling, you know, really can right. be in these courtrooms. So it's like there's got to be a place for them to get this access to this knowledge. Um, yeah. I don't know if that well, is I outside just, of I was, like, This yeah. is now just me wanting to talk about it for a second, but, like, there was a moment <laughs> where someone could not get a concept. So in order to like help them understand the concept, I said, let's say it's not about drugs. Let's say it's a murder. And if a mom and a dad and a kid are in a house and the mom murders the kid in front of the dad and the dad does not go to the police, now he is an accomplice. Right. Now he is guilty. Even though he did not kill the kid because he did not go to someone and say this happened, now he is also guilty and like people were like no that's bull no that and i was like okay well and then somebody else was like we're not talking about murder and i was like right so remember 30 seconds ago when i said as a concept yeah right (laughs) when i was trying to teach you never mind (laughs) right and also it's like yeah it might not be what you would do but it is the way that the law works yeah right so, so wow. anyway, let's, move let's on. talk about something fun. What do I? Yes. What do we, Whoa, what do I have what a here? can of worms. <laughs> okay. Uh, all of mine are pretty ridiculous. So I'm just going to start at the top. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time. But uh, do you listen to National Public Radio, a.k.a. NPR? Of course. Louise, I knew the ans- I knew the answer to that question, but I wanted to start this with asking that question. So as a listener of National Public Radio, you are familiar with some of the names of the people who are on air talent, correct? Correct. Can you name a few? Uh, Ira Glass, Sarah Koenig. Um, there's also... Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm just trying to listen, think of the Planet Money people. <laughs> I'm like trying to think my, of Up First. Like my, I hear them po- say their names every day, but my point is, they all have such NPR names. Like when somebody says uh, their name, when someone on NPR says like, you know, a news story, and then they say, "I'm da 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 da." And you're listening to da 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 Like, it always has a very, like, NPR-ish name. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of just want to, li- like, just look up a list of names at random, uh, like, NPR names, uh, because they are all... Like, some of them don't even sound um, like they belong in the NPR world, but the way that they say them sounds so NPR. Crystal Ligori is one of them. And I don't know if, yeah, it's just like Crystal Ligori is some girl from Queens. But like when she's on NPR and says her name, I'm Crystal Ligori, like it's just like then that it's such an NPR name. Mm -hmm. So because there is... Stacey Vanek Smith. Stacey Vanek Smith is a perfect example. Um, Kenny Malone. They some of them like Kenny Malone. So here's what I'm saying is that there needs to be a a list, like a, a running list of NPR names, and it goes from like the top of the list is the most NPR sounding name, and then the bottom of the list is your Kenny Malones and your Crystal Ligoris, because NPR yeah. names are like a total thing. 
I don't know. I it's not much of an idea. No, but I I I like it. It is also taking me back to and sorry to all the young kids listening to cool podcasts. Yeah, we're, we're talking about like NPR and the judicial system. <laughs> well, do you remember um, the SNL and it was uh, Anna Gasteyer and there was Will Ferrell and I think um, oh my god, it was Anna Gasteyer and someone else, but they were um, not Sherry O'Terry, but. Uh, and uh, you'll be joining us today for and it was like an SNL uh-huh. skit about NPR oh, hosts. Delicious Dish? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Delicious Dish. But yeah, like oh yeah. It is a it is a weird thing that that that, that is like a, a genre because mm-hmm. in essence it's just I don't know the I don't know the same as something else, but but it's it's your name and the way that you say it that even mm-hmm. makes it more NPR. Yeah, right. I'm Lakshmi Singh. Like that is such an NPR name. Totally, it's so great. Uh, that's it. It's not much of anything. It's just a list, but I'm not gonna do it. All right. Well, I just kind of have like a mm, anything idea. Maybe this should it. be like not so great ideas day. No, um, <laughs> it's a it's a sorting party for okay. adults, a la adult coloring book style. But the other day at work, I needed to move paper clips. I know. <laughs> okay. Just like a giant bowl of paper clips, and I thought this just won't do. I can't put them from one bowl in one room to another bowl in another room. So I separated them by color. I feel like I was so close to Nirvana. Like, I felt so happy. And when I looked at my (laughs) accomplishment, these, like, individual colors, and I was like, this was super therapeutic. There should be sorting parties. Like, not Mary Kay Tupperware style. But, like, like, where you can go and do these things that, like, need to be done or, like, Maybe they don't need to be done, but they feel... Like or, so or, organization parties. Yeah, or like when, you're, when your necklaces get knots in them. Uh-huh. Some people really go crazy and almost break their jewelry, but like I really enjoy getting the knots out of necklace chains. Mm-hmm. So there should be, I don't know, a well, place where you can go do that. Yeah, kind of like a tedious, tedious task swap. Where it's like, what is a yes. tedious task for one person, such as unknotting necklace chains, that's very soothing for you. And, yeah. you know, you have that focus and the tiny fingers needed to do such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it like, it just brings me, like, joy. Or, you know, I'm, I live in New York, so it's not like... I want to take the train 45 minutes to go someplace to sort paper clips for free. Like, that seems yeah. weird. But also, like, if we're having cat cafes and ferret cafes and, like... Ferret cafes? Really? It's a thing now. Oh, no. I mean, not in New York, because people uh-huh. go crazy over, like, rodent family Rodents. things. But I believe in Thailand there is now a rodent cafe. Or, I mean, a ferret cafe. I mean, if huh. we can have these... Why why can't we just have a paperclip sorting party? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I felt so good. At first it was tedious and I thought, I don't want to do this. This is dumb. And then as I was doing it, I was like, 
things with your hands, even simple things. Like when babies are trying to put different shaped blocks in different holes. Uh huh. It's good. It feels good. Well, yeah, and I mean, but but it's if there was like the swap aspect to it, where like you are going, like you really find the joy in sorting paper clips. Sorting paper clips is not something that people probably really need to do, but who knows? But like, you also have something that needs to be done but like you are just like it's the kind of thing that just makes you crazy but that other people really like so it's kind of like you sign up and you say like here are the things that I need done and here are the things that I find pleasure in doing or like here are the things that I need done and then someone else goes on and says oh I totally want to do that and then they have a list of things that they need done and then you can be like oh I totally love doing this this and that so Yeah. Like, I Some really also of... enjoy rainbow organizing my bookshelves. Could be. Could be. I like doing it's... that. I would do that for someone else. I was going to I was gonna call it uh, on, a play on, like, tit for tat and task rabbit. Tit for task rabbit. But that oh. doesn't work. Hmm. <laughs> that's, well, we'll yeah, think that's of a, a little name. salacious. That's going to give us the little explicit uh, language warning. That's true. <laughs> Maybe, um... I don't know. Swamp monster. I don't know. Swap. Swap. I don't know. Well, Um, just swap meat because you get to meet people and swap. Tedious tasky. Yeah. Tedious task trader. TTT. Tedious task rabbit trader. I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, I was going to say, no one said they were great ideas. And then it's like, oh, we did. That's the title. (laughs) We did. Um, All right. I have one idea that. As I was uh, looking online at something completely randomly, I found it might actually be a thing, but I don't know if it's something that you can like purchase individually. But uh, I've recently been in the process of like trying to buy some sort of uh, shoes, uh, specifically for hiking. I don't want to sound too white. We were sounding so white on this podcast. You are listening to I Have a Great Idea, but I'll never do oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so um, it's so I got these hiking. Well, I went to go try on hiking shoes and it's like, you know, nothing fit right. Everything was like weird in a different way. And then I did one where it was um, I ordered some online. That's like, oh, such a comfortable fit. But like they felt like torture devices on my feet. And it was the way that, like, the laces were and stuff. And I think that there needs to be uh, laces that you can buy that are for each individual, like, row of little eyelets. So instead of, like, a long lace, you have little tiny things that are each adjustable so that you can really custom fit how the laces go up the front of the shoe so that maybe like it needs to be a little looser in the middle but tighter in the ends everyone has different shaped feet yeah just saying i love it but i think that there was some sort of like i don't know if it was a hiking shoe or just whatever but it looked like it had something like that but it's like this just just should be a thing that you can go out and buy yeah that's all i like it yeah. I recently also bought a pair of hiking boots for, uh, I got them for Christmas, but I picked them out. Um, uh-huh. 
my mom was like, what do you want? And I was like, hiking boots. And she was like, you're not going to be able to wear them in the winter. I was like, it's okay. I'll wear them hiking. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I like spent a really long time picking out the ones I wanted and I am in love with my shoes. Good. And when I, when we went to Arizona and did some hiking, I was like, I could not be happier with my shoes. I just couldn't be. Great. Um, yeah. Um, I sort of had like a, I don't know if I've had this idea before, but I will say it again. And if it's again in the, for the first time, if it's for the first time, um, I love my partner dearly, Mm -hmm. but he is not, uh, I don't even know how to say this properly. He's not a courteous beard shaver. I don't know. (laughs) All I know is that after he will trim his beard or or shave his face clippings are everywhere just you we've everywhere. talked about this subject before okay magnetic shaving cream i oh. don't know if you've seen like there it's like if it comes up on my Instagram feed, but it's like face cream and it's magnetic and you put it on okay. and you let it dry and then you run a magnet over it and it like oh, lifts off your skin and pulls your pores out. I saw, uh, do you know Jonathan Van Ness? He is the queer eye grooming. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I like him. I like him a lot. He's wonderful. And mm-hmm. uh, his Instagram is chock full Stuff like that. Those types of things. Yeah. And I watched him doing that. So here's the thing. Magnetic shaving cream. You put it on. You shave. Like the clippings and everything that's been touched by the magnetic thing is fine. And then you just swipe with your magnet over the like sink and around area. And then like wipe it off. That way the clippings. So it is a shaving cream that has some sort of metal base to it. I, I didn't think that far through. I was also thinking like if you're just doing a trimmer, you uh-huh. sometimes you don't need shaving cream. But what if you did, what if it was like dry shampoo consistency that you just did a quick like spray uh-huh. and then you did it because like magnetic in some way so that you can just get it My, out of the way. Like it's just everywhere. It just, it just wouldn't be able to have actual like magnet stuff in it because the blade of the razor would just be like thunk <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that part huh. <laughs> I could tell you hadn't hmm. thought of that <laughs> so I'm like hmm how is this gonna work here but hmm. I like where your head's at uh, no it's very interesting I I get very frustrating when it comes to my face shavings and it's like I wish that there was a different way I know that there's like nair and waxing and lasers and stuff like that, but it's like. Have you ever used nair? I have not. Okay, I used to in like fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, because I was like, I do not want to cut myself. And Uh every single time I did it, I had a friend with me because I needed someone to help me. Like, it smells like rotting fruit. That's what it smells like to me. It is the worst. And you have to put it on and then you have to let it sit there for like 20 minutes. And then you have to rinse it off. It's like, I mean, power to the people who love it. But like, I can't stand it. Can't be good for you. I don't know how that works, but it can't be good for your body. No. 
Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I gotta think. I gotta rethink this Clippins thing, but. Yeah, when we talked about the shaving thing before, it was about something to catch the clip-ins um, ah. for trimming. And there are those those little bibs that you like suction to a mirror that collect stuff. Um, that looks which, ridiculous. Yeah, but like it's a good idea. And we support that. Well, somebody also, did like, something. This is true, but it's like who cares if it looks ridiculous? You're in your own bathroom it's not That's like you're true. doing this in a group of people uh, yeah so that's where that is um, that's where that is that's where that is <laughs> uh, let's see oh here's a good one so are you familiar with those devices that uh, emit some sort of like pulse or something that repels mosquitoes yeah i don't get that people like but clip I'm them onto their belts them. right i feel like there needs to be a push to find a way to i guess like make this much smaller and something that can be part of a cell phone or a cell phone case so it's like you just automatically have this thing with you because nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be uh, bitten up by mosquitoes. Nobody is just like, let them mosquitoes at me, please. Part of your cell phone, something that you carry around with you all the time, no matter what. And it's like, there's no reason why somebody would want mosquitoes near them. Unless you are a... Uh, spider. An entomologist. Or a spider. And you want to eat them. <laughs> I... <laughs> Yes, unless you are a spider. But if you are a spider, you don't have a cell phone, most likely. That's true. I mean, I've not seen one, but what do we know? Wouldn't that be cute? <laughs> uh, if you're so, listening yeah. on your cell phone, spider, thanks. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> I don't. I don't kill your kind. I, you know, I maybe you'll you get relocated, but I usually just let you be. I let you just do your thing, because you're keeping the mosquitoes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just some sort of. I I know that those things are typically a little bit larger, and I don't know how well they work. But like, there needs to be a push to to make some sort of nanotechnology that keeps mosquitoes away, because there are so many diseases that are transmitted through mosquitoes, and yeah. we can't be having that. It's 2018, people. Yeah. I was You're- trying to think. Well, I was trying to think, like, maybe there can be, like, a net suit that, like, folds up really small into your purse or, like, whatever. And then when it gets to be, because sometimes during the day, like, it's too hot for mosquitoes or it, or or it's, like, the sun's too bright, but there's, like, a moment. We'll call it twilight or <laughs> or dusk. When, like, they are coming out to feast. And you can hear them. And, like, that's at, well, in the country where I'm from, you can. Uh-huh. And that's when I need to be like, oh, hold on one moment. I need to get into my mosquito net suit. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, but also no one's going to do that. Right. No one's going to put on this whole mosquito net suit. 
No. Well, we can't yeah. can't change society. If we you can think only that, have great ideas. If you think that people look weird and dorky when they're putting on their beard trimming bibs, you better believe me that people are going to feel extra dorky wearing a mosquito bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But maybe it could be, like, the new, like, man romper. Maybe people will be like, <laughs> never, ever. And then people are like, yes, fashion. Uh, no one's wearing those anymore. Oh, it's over? Okay. I haven't seen anyone wear one. There was, like, a two-week window where it was happening. Okay. It was, like, hypercolor. It came and went real fast. Oh, hypercolor. <gasps> Have you there's have you ever heard of the podcast called Omnibus? No. Okay, it's hosted by John Roderick, who is from the band The Long Winters. Not an NPR it, name. John Roderick? That could be an NPR name. So. Uh, really? Well, then here's one for you, Ken Jennings. He's the okay. other host. So yes. uh, Ken Jennings, uh, Jeopardy superstar winner. Uh, these two guys know so much about everything and like the weirdest stuff. So they have this podcast called Omnibus, which is uh, a chronicle of esoterica. So it's all it's each episode is about something like really bizarre in history. And the idea is that or the 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 ruse is that it's a podcast for whatever civilization comes next after the apocalypse to let them know however they are able to decode the uh, audio what our civilization was like and one of the episodes was about hypercolor and it's very interesting so that's my plug for omnibus i'm getting into it right now oh is that what you're doing <laughs> it's I so good i just want to forget <laughs> it's so good um but yeah that's uh that's my plug for a podcast do you have any podcasts that you want to plug that that Absolutely. aren't ours there is a podcast called my dad wrote a porno that I am 100% into hard. Um, That's what she said. No. um, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Have we talked about this? It's... um, I think we might have. Three Brits. One of... Oh, Daisy. One uh, (laughs) whose dad at, I think, like 60, decided that he wanted to be creative. He's not a writer. He's never been a writer. And he decided he wanted to write um, like a novella. And... Mm -hmm he would give he gave it to his son and his son went I think I need to read this with my friends on a podcast and so each episode is a chapter in the book and I am only halfway through season two right now but they just had um, a footnotes episode with a celebrity and said I'm pretty sure he's already written the seventh book in the series. Oh, my God. And he's, like, really embraced this. But, yeah. Jeez. It's good for that guy for, like, getting his creative, you know, energy going. Right? I mean, I can barely compose an email. I don't know how he is writing a book. When Um, I was. I will say I'm not ever turned on ever, but. Uh Uh-huh comedy the comedy is great right of course that's the idea uh when i was 17 i was working on a um an independent film an independent short film and it lost money before it could be finished and i wasn't like 
a big part of this at all. I was just like a young, you know, eager, looking to help out, looking to get some experience and meet people kind of person. And um, I was working on this independent film and yeah, funding ran out. And the idea was to raise money for it by making a porno. Not like, you know, being in it or anything like that, but like their idea was these things make money really easily. This is before the time of like porn is free and everywhere on the internet. The internet Mm -hmm. was still, you know, just kind of chugging along at the time. And uh, I was asked to consider writing it. And the thought of doing it just to say, hey, isn't it funny that I did that? Crossed my mind. Yeah. Like, we actually, like, I went into a meeting about the types of scenes that were, they wanted to be in it. And that's when I realized I can't do this. Because I was (laughs) 17 years old. I really wanted to, this is before I went to college, but I wanted to be, you know, in, in some sort of film or television field. And I thought, what if I want to get a job on Sesame Street? I could never have this on my record. Like, I, even if I used a fake name or something like that, like, I would never be, yeah. The guy does so, use a pen name. That's wonderful, but the like, dad. yeah, but like, I, the, what are the, uh, I don't know. I, I just felt Do you want to know like, what the pen name is? Sure. Rocky Flintstone. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Anyway, that is what it is up. But uh, yeah, everybody should listen to Omnibus and My Dad Wrote a Porno and Louisa to Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Our Leave It to Beaver podcast that we love mm-hmm. so dearly. Um, so what did I challenge you to on the last episode? Okay, on the last episode, I was challenged to anniversaries because mm. I believe we had just had right our an dose onios. Mm-hmm. Um. So my idea was a subscription gift service, mm-hmm. and it's annual. So okay. you would you would start. Um, maybe there's a questionnaire. Maybe there's just like, I'd like to spend in this price bracket. I'd like to spend in this price bracket. Or like mm-hmm. the recipient is a woman who doesn't like flowers. Or the recipient is a man who... Doesn't like flowers. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> you know, a man who likes to use tools. And then there's also like, you could have a default like I don't know if you are familiar I'm not really but in old fashioned times for your first <laughs> wedding anniversary you would get paper or something right. or other and for your second one you'd get cotton or like whatever um, you could sign up for that default and then it would be the su- subscriptions box oh. job and they might send you an email like a month before that says hey these are the options we've come up with over right. the year for your, you know, wool or copper anniversary. And then you so get to like So at least you have pick. some say in it. 
Yeah. Sure. And then they just mail it to your person. That way, you can also choose to, like, not do it. Or your credit card just gets charged. Mm -hmm. And the gift shows up. Even if you don't respond to the email or it goes to your spam folder, like, it's not like you 100% forgot, even if you did 100% forget. Right. So that was just kind of the idea I had, like, because like if you it. can have gift boxes for your dog that come monthly, or there's, I, I think for Valentine's Day, I got Chris a rare beer of the month club, mm-hmm. and you could pick, like, 12 smaller beers or, like, four big beers or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a price range that you could pick. But I thought, like, this should be for anniversaries because sometimes I'm really, really, like, I, I liked giving gifts so I usually buy a gift and then I'll hold on to it for months and then give it for Christmas like I'm usually done with my Christmas shopping by Halloween Uh uh-huh other people so everyone just gets like jack-o'-lanterns yeah basically (laughs) you're just getting my leftover candy and a witch's hat um (laughs) no uh but some people like Chris I'll just call him out um, he will like legit buy you your Christmas present on Christmas Eve, and and it it stresses him out also. So I think uh-huh. a a subscription, an anniversary subscription program, yeah, I, might be kind of helpful. I'm a big advocate for like subscription services. I uh, my wife Laura, she signed me up for a sock of the month club uh, at one point, and it was delightful she made the mistake of doing this for me as a gift and saying it was from daisy the dog and Ah. so i only ever thanked daisy for it and she gets (laughs) so mad that i don't give her any credit (laughs) (laughs) what a thoughtful dog (laughs) i know she's so wonderful uh she's a rescue you know so anyway Ah, uh, daisy but how sweet. Like, that's, like, really pulling no. on two strings. The sock string and, like, the pet lover I'm, string. I'm actually wearing a pair of them right now. Wow. Yeah. Sock club is what it's called. Um, I love that idea. I think it's really great. Yeah. yeah. You Not challenged of, me to yeah. landscaping. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you look, you have, like, a guilty look on your face. Like, well, sorry. I, no, I did. I felt bad because I was like, oh, you, we discussed you were going to go out and do some yard work. Here, I'm going to, like, uh, throw you this okay. bone. Cut to you hate it. <laughs> so Right. Well, you see so many people going outside, and they've got their little hat on, and their little, like, tool belt filled with gardening stuff, and they, like, it relaxes them, and they enjoy oh my doing gosh. blah, blah, blah. Tedious task trade. Come weed my flower bed. Dude, totally. S- totally. I I live on a corner lot, so I have twice the amount of, like, front yard, yard stuff. And I don't know how that area was cared for in the past. Like, my house, we moved here because it does not have much to landscape. Our last house had a bigger backyard, and man, oh man, was that a pain in the butt. So many weeds everywhere. This time we were just like hardscaped as much as possible. 
enough room for like Daisy to go out in the back and like do her thing, but like really minimal. And it is still really, really difficult to just keep up with it. So, and now we've got like mint growing around like crazy, which it's like, oh, nice, mint. Mint is insane. It shows up everywhere. It's everywhere. There's so much of it. There's just so much of it. So, uh, and that one's kind of a weird one. It's kind of tough to get up too. Some weeds are like a little easier to get up, but like not this one. And I do have this device, Fiskars, the scissor people make it. Mm -hmm. And it is a, it's this pole with like this little claw thing at the end. And you find like where the weed is coming from and you put it right over there. And there's a little place where you step down. You step down on it and it makes the claw go down and grab. And then you pull it up and it pulls out from like the root of the weed and it's wonderful it doesn't work like for some really difficult ones but it's really great and very helpful uh and then there's like a little it's almost like cocking a shotgun but it like spits the weed out into your compost bin or yard waste pile or whatever so my idea i kind of had two but one of them was like um would require probably the government i don't know but that i'll go with that one first so that one would be to find a way to make use of weeds like see if there's a way to turn them into energy because they're they're everywhere and like they just get tossed away and they keep on coming up they Mm -hmm. renew themselves so easily and uh if there's a way to find a way to actually harness some sort of power in them, that would be cool. Um, yeah. But my idea is a, uh, and I know that it's very trendy to say the Uber of blank, but like the Uber of weeding, because I recently hired a landscaper to come out and just like get some stuff under control because I just couldn't keep up with it and um they were booked out for like two weeks and you know they didn't have enough time when they came to finish everything and and I've used them in the past and they're they're wonderful but like it's also just so expensive so and it's probably high season now peak season oh it's bad so if there was some sort of app where like you could see trucks with gear driving around on your thing that are available, you know, and just say like, boom, you come to my house, pull some weeds, you know, or mow the lawn or whatever. Yeah. It's also just like so much easier to get a handle on something when you have all of the right tools. Uh And when you're trying to do something and you don't have any of the right tools, it makes it one million times more difficult. Then you got to go out and buy some piece of equipment that you'll use once. Once. It's crazy. So, yeah. So part of it is that they would have to take a photo, like they'd have to take before and after photos for like accountability. Mm -hmm. And what's also great about this is like the problem with a lot of those, the Uber of blank, well, even the Uber of Uber is like the safety factor of like, strangers Who is this person right but you don't even ever have to interact with this person ever no because you pay them through the app you pay them through the app everything is outside yeah yeah 
And that's that. I love it. Yeah. Uh, not going to lie. Thought about it like a minute before it was time to talk about our challenges. But sometimes that's how creativity <laughs> strikes. Oh, that's how it happens with most of our challenges. We're like, I bang my head against a wall trying to think of something. And then it's like, while we're talking about ideas, yeah. that's when they come up. Perfect. So for next time, uh, I challenge you to waking up in the morning. Ooh. I do it every day. Yes. Well, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. One day I won't. And then the podcast will be over. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So my challenge to you was going to be jury duty. But I feel like I don't want to make you think about that anymore. Thank you. But yes, I. But something that I kind of came up because right now we are recording this. Um, I am, for those of you who don't know, I'm uh, in Portland. Uh, Louise is in New York, and currently, like, you know, doing a bunch of other things. I. I, I, I think that there needs to be some sort of um, soundproofing innovation because you before we started you were saying that there's gonna there might be some noise from people doing construction this and that. yeah so uh, a soundproofing solution I don't know Let's see what you come up with proofing okay <laughs> much better uh, than jury duty thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I, at first, I was like, she just did all this jury duty. She's gonna, it's gonna be so easy for her to come up with something. But then it's like, no. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um. We already talked about all the stuff that we normally talk about at the end. Rate and review us. Yeah. Call us three hundred four eight hundred four idea. Um. Tell your friends. Tell your mother. She worries. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on. How look, everybody listening, how are you guys doing? How are you? Just like, you don't have to call us with a great idea. You don't have to email us with a great idea. Just let us know that you're okay. Yeah. Or if you're not, we let we'll us know. we'll know that too. Reach we'll, out. Yeah, maybe we can like hash it out and figure things out together. It's okay. We're all going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you. We'll see you around and, the old town next time. Yeah, thanks for hanging out, Louise. Thanks for hanging out with me. Bye. Bye. I don't see it happening. <laughs>